quarantine, you know the vibes. Zoom. What's good, y'all? It's JR, and this is Quarantine Questions with Rap TV. Yeah. You can quarantine the body, but you can't quarantine my soul. What's good, y'all? Pro to Goat here, letting you know that I'm running a special on rapart.com. 25% off any one of these rap art pieces, and there's plenty more on the website. If you use my name, Pro, P-R-O, at the very end of your checkout, you get 25% off. These are just a few. Look, Coming at Age of Hip Hop Story 1. We got Coming at Age of Hip Hop Story 2. We got the many faces of Snoop Dogg. We got Jigga Man. We got the many faces of Post Malone. We got NBA Youngboy. We got Kodak Black. We got Juice World. We got ASAP Rocky. We got everything on there, man. So make sure you go to rapart.com. Use my name, P-R-O, as your promo code to get 25% off and get you some rap art. And now, back to the interview. Yo, what's good, y'all? We got J.I. in the building, virtually, of course. If y'all ain't know, man, the boy's got next. He could actually rap rap. He could rap sing. He could do melodic shit. He's got real songs. You may know him from hits like Need Me, which has over 50 million views on YouTube. And Blame On Me, he's got over 16 million views on YouTube. Hood Scars 2 with TJ has over 10 million views already. And yeah, man, i just like to officially welcome you to Quarantine Questions Rap TV, bro. I'm your host, Pro The Goat. What's good, man? How's it going? Good, my G. Thank you for having me. Yeah, man. Yeah, I want to say congratulations, too, on the new EP. You just dropped Welcome to G-Star Volume 1 last week. You got, I think you had over a million streams within like the first 20 minutes or something? Yeah, I think on Spotify, they went crazy with the release. But um, the EP doing good. It's charting so far. We're getting a good response from the fans. Just, you feel me? I'm trying to go up right now and just... Drop, drop, drop while we still in quarantine. And you feel me? Because once this thing open up, I'm, the tour going to be crazy. Facts, man. Facts. And I also saw uh, Fat Joe commenting on your post as well, congratulating you. Like, we interviewed him, um, I think, last week. Like, did y'all link up already? Did y'all meet or anything? Yeah, nah. Um, we were supposed to link up when I was in Miami, but I just been chopping it up with Joe. He, 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 he a real dude. He a solid dude. And he genuine. He just showed me passing the torch and showing me love for real. Facts, man, facts. And then you also recently dropped Hood Scars 2, the video with Lil TJ. And um, what, that's actually probably one of my favorites that you've done. But uh, how'd y'all link up for that? Um, We had chopped it up a while back. Uh, we did the record a couple months ago. um, And we just decided to drop it. The record got leaked. A bunch of people had it. So we said, you know what? This is the perfect time to drop it. Let's just release it. And I didn't think it would take off the way it did, but it took off crazy. Yeah, and the video was crazy, too. You remember anything from that day that, like, was funny or stood nah, out? We, we, we shut Dykeman down that day because um, uh, there's a video where you see, like, the Lambo truck with the Puerto Rican flag on it. Okay. And we, okay. Shut, we was at Dykeman. Every, like, it was crazy because, like, we, we shut down the street. We shoot in the middle of the street. We see everybody, like, stopping their cars, yo, Jay. People coming out their windows. It was crazy. Like, nice, it was man. a real movie. That's what's up. And then um, people want to know, too, are we getting Hood Life Crisis 3 or what are we looking like? I don't know. I, I never thought about that. Maybe. Who knows? I don't know. I got to think about it. True, true. And shit, the series was originally going to be called Kid Life Crisis, right? Shout out to your cousin. Yeah, yeah. Kid Life Crisis. And then um, we did a, yeah, I, I wanted to mix it up and kind of like have it more realistic. My life, I go, mm -hmm. so I called it Hood Life Crisis. And it went crazy. Mm -hmm. Is there a reason why you switched it from the C to the K on the crisis? Nah. I just think it more catchy, I guess, and true facts. 
just more realistic. You feel me? Her life crisis. You know what it's like. You go through a midlife crisis. You realize you're not young anymore. Right. Same thing. Same thing. Same thing with a her life crisis. It's like you get to a point where you realize, you know, the hood's not for me. The street shit is not for me. I'm not trying to be involved in no crazy stuff. I'm trying to get my life together. You feel me? I'm trying to like make it out the hood. That's what it is. That's that's the whole thing. Facts, man. And since it is quarantine questions, you know, I gotta ask you, man. How like how you been doing during this whole lockdown situation, bro? Like. I'm good. Yeah, I've been chilling. I've been I'm moving around, traveling and stuff. It didn't really stop nothing. True. Okay. And I know you had some sold out shows though that were lined up that you had to postpone, right? Are you still gonna do those or? Maybe. Hopefully, somewhere down the line, I could probably. I gotta see what's up. It sucks. Everything's like getting canceled, but it gives me more time to get my name up. Feel me? Facts, man. Facts. And so, yeah, let's let's take it back one time for the fans, real quick. You're originally from Crown Heights, right? Yeah. Speak a little bit about that area and what's it like growing up around there just because you know some people might not have been up there and don't know um i mean growing up there was it, it was dope I, I enjoyed it i enjoyed my childhood i had a good time i feel like when you grow up in the streets like you 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 really you it's hard to not become a product in your environment mm -hmm. like i don't know i was outside every day like i was always doing something stupid every day and if, if, if i wasn't doing that dumb i was i was always trying to make money like if it went from me selling CDs to me selling books. Like, I, I was always just trying to come up with a scheme to make money because I don't know, it's hard, especially growing up, not having money. So it's like, that was that that was always on my head most of the time, just trying to make money, trying to come up and stuff like that. I enjoyed it though. I mean, Crown Heights now, I mean, depending on where you grew up, but where I grew up at, they're trying to gentrify it now and stuff mm -hmm. and mix it up a little bit. It's cool though. I mean, I enjoyed my childhood. I had, I had a good childhood. I can't really complain. Facts. And when did you realize that you could really rap and like you could do this shit? Probably like age of 14, 15. Okay. Is that when you were doing the little videos on Instagram to get on the, the show? Yeah, yeah. Facts. Facts, man. And then a lot of people don't know this because they probably are tuning in right now and they're hearing a lot of your melodic shit and they don't know you could actually really rap rap if you wanted to, like even on some battle rap shit. Um, I interviewed Polo G a little while back and we talked about him rap battling uh, dudes back in school and shit. Like, did you ever used to do that type of shit? Facts, yeah, yeah. Like, in middle school, I used to do it. High school, I probably did it once or twice, but then I really did it on TV, too. Like, I went on TV and I did it. Yeah, yeah. I, th I actually think I saw that one. Um, My favorite bar, I think, you rapped on that one was, uh, I I'm the type of person to crack you in the head with a bottle after I just peed in it or some shit. Yeah, yeah, facts. <laughs> True. Do you watch battle rap? Do you have any favorite battle rappers? Oh, or yeah. rappers? Um, I'm a big um, I'm a big um, Arsenal fan, DNA fan. I'm a big um fan of um, who else? Uh, I'm a fan of the culture. Not really. Not not even artists. Just because I feel like every like I don't know like, I don't know. I just I feel like there's like. I'll, I'll go on it to watch more of just like compilations of like what different artists say. Like I look up mm -hmm. like artists punchlines from Rad Dado and then I, it's usually different artists. Also, don't be wilding though. He, he, he's somebody I like a lot. I'm a, I'm a fan of um, Kayshawn. I'm a fan of mm -hmm. DNA. I'm a big fan of the battle rap culture for real. Any, any like standout rap battles you remember that were like legendary or like any of your favorites? I remember, um, I remember, um, T Top. I'm not sure if you know who T Top nah. is. Uh, T he B um B E T 106 and Park. They they were doing like this um they, when it when 106 and Park was still around. They were doing like a like a rap battle contest with like like, like the Freestyle Fridays. Kinda, but it was 
more complex where you, like you had to like just they had different battle rappers and they would all compete to like the grand prize and T Top ended up taking it home. But his last battle and somebody named Snow, I think. And he yo, he he went crazy. T Top went crazy. Like that that's that's what really put me on to T Top. And then I ended up meeting him at one of my rap battles. Oh, that's so it was kinda of dope for me. That's tight, that's tight. And then transitioning, you know, from from just rapping like fast and rapping a lot and going into like more music making and more melodic shit, obviously you had a transition there, right? Um, people want to know too, like, why'd you cut your hair? Like, was it like an image thing or? Um, eh, it was more of a transition, I guess. Not a transition, but like, I just cut it to cut it. There's a real reason behind it, but I don't really want to say the okay. reason behind it. <coughs> but, um, <clears throat> it worked either way because i mean <laughs> you like the waves you like the waves yeah yeah, yeah. i grew into the waves so like it worked out either or you feel me true and then also through that transition when did you feel like you finally found your sound like this is it like i got it was it a song specific mm, maybe around like last year was it company or blame mm. on me you think it was probably after I put together all the music. Like, after I put together the first tape, that's when I realized I had a sound. Because, like, you hear the sound on the tape. Like, mm -hmm, some sure. people feel like they know who J.I. is. So I feel like with the first tape, that's when I really realized, like, I, I got a sound. You feel me? For sure, for sure. And then I wanted to talk about your studio process real quick, too, man. Like, all right, so let's say you walk into the studio, right? You got the engineer, the producers right there, playing beats, maybe. Like, what's the first thing that happens, like, for you to create a song? I gotta listen to the beat and go off the vibe I get from the beat. And then from there, that's when I decide what type of record I make. Like, if it's a sad vibe, I'm gonna go with a sad vibe. Mm. If the beat is more up-tempo and hype, I'm gonna go with a hype vibe. I'm, I'm gonna try to give them a hype vibe. It really just depends on the beat. I go I go off of what the beat sounds like. And then that's when I, you feel me? I put the pen to that. Most of the time, I don't even write. I just go in the, I go in the studio and I freestyle. Like, I go in the booth and I just, whatever comes to my head. True. Is there a vibe too? Do you have to like be sipping on some honey or something or smoking or something? Most of the time I'm already drunk and high. So, but <laughs> you know what it is? I try not to be because it messes up my voice. I try to like, if I'm going to drink or smoke, I try to do it more when, the, when mm -hmm. the record is done. Facts, facts. And then up and coming rappers, man, always, you know, watch our stuff and they want to know too. Like if they could ask you a question, they'd probably ask you, how do you make a hit song? Like, what's the formula? Melody first? Do you write the lyrics first? Do you hear the beat? It really depends what type of artist you are. Mm -hmm. like, like, what, 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 for example, what would help me Mel make a hit record is not going to help me make a hit record. Facts. Just like what helps Chris Brown make a hit record is not going to help DMX make a hit record. You feel me? Like, it's, it just goes with who you are as the artist and what works for you. Facts. Uh, I don't even know. I didn't think Need Me would be the hit, but it is. So it's like, I'm just trying to, so you focus on just making good music and then whatever takes off, takes off. You don't even like go into it thinking to make a hit song, right? Facts. Okay. And then do you remember your very first 1 million views on YouTube? It was my music video. Um, excuse me. It was my music video, Uber Everywhere. I had did a okay. remix to Uber Everywhere when it first came out in 2016. Yeah. I got like a million views. I was you like, had to stick in the video. I saw you. <laughs> hey, 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 that was it. That was it. Okay, that's tight, man. That's dope. And then I was also watching one of Drake's lives, bro, and he was playing your song Used To. Has he, like, reached out to you yet to collab or something? Uh, yeah, I chopped it up with Drake. It's all love. Uh, as far as me, we're going to collab when the time is right. 
I feel okay. like the fans, the fans would love it. It would be and, dope. And you met him already too, right? Nah, 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 not yet. Oh, okay, okay, true. And then another random ass thing that I saw too, like, was Wendy Williams was talking about you on her show, and then y'all talked on the phone, and you said she was cute. Have you asked her on a date yet? Like, what, what are we looking like? <laughs> nah, she got too. She she's too busy. <laughs> I'm too busy. We got too much on. We got too much going on. Right. Well, that just goes to show the level of success that you're reaching right now. That you're on, you know, fucking Wendy Williams show and shit. Um, how do you stay humble, man? Like, how do you stay humble through the whole thing? Uh it's I just I, I stay true to myself. It's who I am. I'm a humble person. I don't feel like I don't know. I don't. I don't I'm not trying to be cocky. I don't got nothing to be cocky about. I mean, I do, but mm. what am I gonna get being cocky? I don't get nothing from it. You feel me? I'm a humble person. I come across cocky people, but them niggas don't even got a reason to be cocky half the time. So it's just like, I just I try to be a good person and leave a good impression on people. Facts, man. And I know you've also collaborated with a bunch of people, man. You got Lil Durk on a song, Lil TJ, Sleepy Hollow. Who's been your favorite artist to collaborate with so far? Um, Probably Durk. Okay. I'm a big fan. Nah, either Durk or Mike Towers. I'm a big fan of Mike Towers. Mike Towers is my guy. That's family right there. Y'all record together in the studio or? Nah, nah, we linked up though in Miami when we shot the video. He, he a humble dude, I like him a lot. And he Puerto Rican, so it's like, it was just all love and it was real genuine. True, man. And then the fact that you can't rap rap, like, I'm just curious to know, bro, what is your top five favorite rappers of all time from a lyrical standpoint, like? Um, Eminem, Tupac, Eminem, Tupac, Big Pun, DMX, and, um, I'll probably go with like I don't know if I want to go with like a Jay Z or like a Nas. It's between them two, but definitely Eminem, Tupac, Big Pun, DMX, and between Jay Z and Nas. Okay, that's interesting because you know Eminem's from Detroit. I'm surprised he has such an influence to you know for you in New York. Like, do you have any favorite Eminem songs or anything you remember listening? Mockingbird. I'm a big fan of um, uh, the way I am. The way I am is super hard. I'm a big fan of um. When I'm gone, uh, what's that other song called with the soldiers? Toy Soldiers. Toy Soldiers is super hard. Um, I'm just the overall Eminem fan. I'm a fan of what he what he left behind and the impact he had on the music industry. He he's a legend. You feel me? Nobody can take that away from him. Facts. Were you more a fan of like the Marshall Mathers LP stuff or like the Eminem show stuff or this recent? A mix of both. A mix okay. of both. The recent stuff is dope. I don't feel like everybody understands it. Mm -hmm. But his old stuff from the early 2000s, classic, late 90s. He, he, he's a classic artist. Like, I'm a big Eminem fan. Thanks, man. And then some of the songs you mentioned were really heartfelt, like Mockingbird and The Way I Am and stuff, like Deep Records. And I feel like you're in your heartfelt bag right now with the music. You know what I mean? Like, what, like, what would you say is your most heartfelt song you've written? Like, maybe even cried writing, like... <laughs> cried writing um i don't think i cried yet okay um, name on me i was definitely in my bag i wrote that song in like 10 minutes i was just mad at some girl she ain't text me back i was heated <laughs> okay um ah is that your most heartfelt one i thought i thought the one with tj was pretty heartfelt nah that was super heartfelt but that was effortless like that yeah, came yeah, out yeah, like yeah, yeah, name yeah, on yeah. me i was really like i was in my bag and love won't change too um Love Scars 2 is another one. I don't know. I got some records, you feel me? Yeah. Used so 2 is super hard. Facts, facts. <laughs> excuse me. I, I think Used 2. Excuse me. Used 2 is that record where I can hear it and just... 
I'll probably I'll probably shed a tear or two Facts. behind closed doors. I won't make it hot. And it, and it seems like you're definitely into that melodic melodic world right now. Like, do you ever miss just like going in on a verse or just rapping like on a song? Nah, because I could always do it. I don't feel like like the fans they mention like, oh, I want to hear that, but they don't want to hear that because it's gonna get too like I'm I'm too disrespectful. I'm gonna do it though. I mean, maybe if you get on a song with Eminem, you're gonna have to, right? Like, <laughs> nah, yeah, nah, that's different. I'm a who knows? I'm gonna see what's up. I might I might I might pull out the um. I might pull up the old J.I. for like a track just to give it to the fans. Man. I don't know. I'm Some people have no clue, bro. No clue you could actually like spit bars for real. I think I think I should do it. I'm going to probably do it. Like even on some freestyle shit, some challenge like fucking uh, Herbo. Oh, I go to, yeah, I'll go to Flex. I, I was thinking of going to Flex to really do Yo, it. Yo, Flex. Flex, you'd kill Flex. I think I'm going to have to go to Flex. Or on some Five Fingers of Death shit on like Sway. Yeah, I'll do both. It don't matter. I'm going to see what's up. I'm, I'm, the fans deserve it. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. So, yeah, what else you got going on, man? Like, what you got coming up? We should be on the lookout for, like, you know, let us know. More music for sure. Welcome to G-Store Volume 1 is out on all platforms, but I definitely got, like, a part two in the way. Um, just more different music. I want to I wanna expand my name, expand my sound. Um, and I'm having fun with what I'm doing. I think the fans need more music. Facts. Hopefully, I could, I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna get in the bag and try to come up with like a ten record project, twelve mm -hmm. record project, just to shut people up. And then I could go in the lab real quick and work on the album. I think. I think I need to give them like one more project with like at least ten records, mm -hmm. and then we good. Facts. And then, and then, how's G Star? Like, how did they get involved? Because I feel like, as far as your label stuff situation, um, G Star is the lit. Uh, that's that's the management team. Okay. G Star is the team. Okay. G Star was there before the label. I was I was with G Star before the label, and I wanted to represent the world to who my team. I wanted to represent my team to the world. I wanted to show the world like, yo, this is who I got behind me. This is the, this is the label. Like any video you watch of mine, you see the logo mm -hmm. in the beginning of it. Mm -hmm. You see the G Star logo. So it's like, let me just show y'all who the what the team is. You feel me? And do you ever think, man, like last year, right before you got signed, like all this stuff happened, you were doing it all independently by yourself, like. Do you ever like stop to think like maybe I don't even need a label for real? Like I could technically do this shit myself. Eh, like yeah, you don't. I don't need a label, but then I do. Like if I want to be the number one artist and really like, I don't know. Like I'm not saying I need a label, but a label helps with a lot of the things like playlisting, mm -hmm. getting put in certain categories. Like I think a label could definitely put in that extra arm length that that we can that I can't reach. You feel me? They, that's that's what's good with the label. Like as long as I got the ball moving, mm -hmm. that's all that matters. If the ball's not moving on my side, mm -hmm. there's not much that the label could do. Yeah. Like they could try to like invest, but that's not gonna really do much. The label it works out because I had the ball rolling already. You feel me? I already had a had a I had a solid fan base. I already had what I needed. I just needed the label to add some more fuel to the flame. You feel me? That was all, that was that was pretty much it. Have they had that? Have they helped with like collaborations and stuff? Uh the little dirt collab for sure. That um, we had to get that last minute. That's why. Okay. So we ended up the label definitely yeah. And then need me? Did there were they like putting it on the radio and stuff like that? Like they helped out with that too. Yeah, I mean we 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 were good without radio play, but then once we got it on the radio, it, it just it was over with. Cause it just pushed the record even more. You ever thought? You ever thought about doing a remix? Uh, I feel like we. I feel like if you don't do the remix the right way, it kills the record. Facts. Facts. Like Tory Lanez did the remix with T Pain for 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 Sprung. That shit was tight. 
Nah, that was super hard. I'm, I'm gonna see. No doubt, no doubt. And, and what else you want to tell your fans out there, man? Keep streaming the EP. Welcome to G Store Volume One is out. Hood Life Crisis Volume One and Two is out. New music on the way, and I love you. That's it. Like for sure, just keep keep believing in me. Keep keep tuning in. You feel me? The process is gonna be long. Facts, man. Facts. Bet. So once again, I'm Pro the Goat with Rap TV, and this is Quarantine Questions. Make sure y'all hit that subscribe button and notification bell to stay up to date. We're dropping interviews all the time. Make sure y'all go on to rapart.com and get your Rap TV merch, and join our community by texting 908-341-0067. And as always, don't forget to smash that like button. And one last time, let's give it up for Ji, y'all. Appreciate you, bro. Thank you. Of course. You can quarantine the body. You can't quarantine my soul.